Hi, Scott and John here. Yeah, folks, the world is fast approaching the end game, and we are trying to expose the upcoming deception before time runs out. We want to make this a full-time goal, and we need your support to fight the satanic global elite. So here's how you can help. Subscribe to the new Bible Mysteries Premium Podcast to listen to every episode ad-free. Plus, get full access to our special guest interviews and special events, downloadable show notes, our Bible Mysteries monthly newsletter, and access to a new community forum. Sure. So just go to BibleMysteries.Supercast.com or you can click the uh, link in the show notes to get started today. Thanks again. Welcome to Bible Mysteries. You're listening to episode 53, our one-year anniversary celebration. What if there are secrets in the Bible the world doesn't want you to know? Are you ready to take the red pill? And now, here are your hosts, Scott and Zena. Hi, this is Scott of Bible Mysteries Podcast, and just wanted to let you know you're about to listen to episode 53, our one-year birthday special. We had some audio difficulties at the beginning of this, so you're going to hear the sound a little bit odd. I apologize for that, but we've got that worked out, and following episodes will no longer have this issue. So thanks for bearing with us, and enjoy the episode. Sorry about the difficulty. <laughs> well, at least we know what not to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to have a birthday party, right? Right. Birthday so parties. anyway, in case you missed it, Zena and I were celebrating. She got some flowers because yes. she's a wonderful person. We got a cake to celebrate her first year anniversary, her first year birthday. And we're going to reflect back. Yes. We're going to talk about the year oh. and how we've grown. So we started back in September. Uh, so when people hear this episode... Not live today, but later on when we release it, it'll be the 53rd episode. Okay. Uh, so we're not going to have content like we're not going to talk about a mystery. Okay. We're just talking about the show. So you and I are going to sit back here and chill and reflect on the end. <laughs> but uh, we have another episode to release tomorrow. Episode 52 will be part two of The Mystery of Marriage. Yes. So that one's in the kitty, ready to go. And then we're going to release. So we're celebrating like one day early. Right? Okay. But that's just how our schedules work out. Yes. <laughs> Since tomorrow's Labor Day, everybody needs to go take the day off. But you, you can't take the day off for listening to episode 52. You have to hear part two. That's true. Mystery marriage on your on your Labor Day weekend while you're grilling burgers and fries and all yes. that. Yes. <laughs> and then this will be available as both a video and an audio uh, episode 53. And we're going to start doing video podcast. How exciting. So you get to see your smiling face. <laughs> Stop it. But hey. <laughs> So reflecting back, Zena, if you had to guess, uh, how many listeners do you think we have as of this moment right now? Unique listeners, subscribers, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to go with nothing shy of 20,000. 20,000. I was hoping we were going to break it, and we may have since I took this number, but 29,980 unique listeners as of about three or four hours ago. That is awesome. So if we added 20 in those few hours, we are now at 30,000 listeners. Wow. So that's, that's in one year. I set my goal when I started it to have 10,000 subscribers by one year. So we exceeded our goal. Yeah, we definitely surpassed that. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. The number of total downloads of all of our episodes, 114,161 downloads for the whole year. So 
these metrics are just kind of blow my mind. They average about 2,283 downloads a week. Well, on average. Obviously, they change week to week. Yeah. Months. A lot of people listening. So, and uh, in over the year, 100 countries we reached. Over 100, well, exactly 100 countries. That's know. crazy. And so, I want to take a special moment to give a shout out to all of our listeners that are outside of the United States. And the ones, the top-rated countries where we are most listened to include the United States, Canada, South Africa, really, the United Kingdom, Australia, India, Ireland, and Germany. Germany, Germany, really? yes. Now we reach other countries as well. Yeah, we reach places as far as like Ecuador. There maybe been one or two downloads, but mm -hmm. still, that's amazing. So thank you to all of you yes, thank all you. over the world because we want to just continue to provide you content that's useful to you and that you will really get a blessing from. So awesome there. And then uh, we also looking back, the impact that we've had reached out to other media platforms. Mm -hmm. So we've been a guest on Coast to Coast AM with George Murray. Yes. Twice so far, and I'm kind of looking forward to a third time. I think they've even mentioned in it that they might want to have me back. Conflict Radio with Michael. Just did another episode with him. We've done several of his. And those guys are great. Their questions are awesome. Yeah, you can go take that. Um, Beyond Reality Radio with Slick Eddie. That was a great interview. The Jeff Morrow Podcast. He's actually uh, in San Antonio. Really? Yeah, he podcasts from San Antonio. There's the Planet X Podcast with Zahir. I think he's based out of Florida. The Weird Christian Podcast was a podcast with Samuel, and that was a great interview. California Haunts Radio. That was Charlotte out in California. And also the Lost River Legends Radio with Brett and James. That was a lot of fun. I think they're out in like Montana. That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> with the name. Right. So we've been on a lot of other shows and looking forward to having more interviews and guests of our own, like Ryan Peterson. So uh, that's Thank you, great. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan is awesome, and what a dear brother to appear twice on our show. So just a thank you again to all our listeners. And then of course, as we mentioned, we're gonna start video podcasting. It's not gonna be live. We're still gonna record it just like we do. We're not a call in format just yet. I'm not sure that's gonna work out with our schedules, but as of today, our YouTube channel has 667 subscribers. What, what? I'm telling you, that's something we wanna get up higher too. So I think with our videos, for the podcast, that number's going to increase. Okay. Is that where you will? Is that where you'll be posting the video parts of the podcast? That's correct. So, Bible Mysteries YouTube channel is going to be our um, video location for all things video. We do our on the patio series, which mm -hmm. is my where I take your questions and I just answer the individual Bible questions on the patio. So please send us questions. Absolutely, keep them coming. They're great. And then we also do the series of our weekly Bible studies. We do a Wednesday night and a, and a Sunday morning. And we're not going to post every single video that we record, but we're going to post the ones that we felt like were meaningful to you. And so you'll see some of those. I may continue to make interesting little videos like my animated things and whatnot. Yeah. Know? I don't know if you saw the picture I posted about me standing next to the giant skeleton. Did you see that? I saw that and I was trying to figure <laughs> out exactly where you were at. Do you know the coffee shop, Sedine Coffee Company? Yeah. It's, they've got that big skeleton. Oh, okay. So I was just like, is he in Broncos? Is he in Sedine? 
I'm, I can't figure it out. And then like you commented below and something about New Braunfels. And I'm like, I'm in New Braunfels all the time and I have not seen this. Never seen thing. that. <laughs> well, and the funny thing about it is, you know, I come up to about the very middle. I'm six foot tall. Mm -hmm. So I come up to about the very middle of that skeleton. So that means it's about 12 feet tall, Whoa. roughly. And that is exactly how tall the King Ogre of the Shan was. Remember we've talked about Yes, him? we did. So if you imagine a person actually being that tall, that's how, how, how tall one of the giants was. Wow, you know, it's a tall person. Goliath was slightly shorter than that. He might have been only 10 feet. But uh, but King Ogre was 12 feet tall. That's so. like only 10 feet. <laughs> For scale. <laughs> and we have no idea how tall the original Nephilim were in Genesis 6. Oh, they're probably like 30 feet. I think possibly they were. I really do. No joke. 30 Those feet. are some huge people. It's some huge people. So anyway, very strange things about the Bible that we love talking about, and we love your ideas, your questions, your suggestions, so keep them coming. And then finally, uh, episode 53, like I said, is going to be, this episode is going to be our first actual video podcast. Yes. We're live right now on Facebook, but we're also recording this for our regular series, and we're looking forward to that being a regular thing, Lord willing, that we can continue. Yes. So... Having said all that, Zena, enough about me. I want to talk about you. Okay. <laughs> what would you like to know? Well, I think our listeners would like to know a little bit more about you. So I want you to feel free to just talk about anything you want to say. Like, you know, give us a little bit of your background and maybe even, you know, what you're comfortable talking about of what this podcast has meant for you. So, um, I'd like a lot of you guys know, um, majority of my family is Jehovah Witness. So with the start of this podcast, it allowed me to open my mind to more than what I was taught as a kid. So, like, um, understanding why God went into the city of, um, I don't know, what's his name? Solomon Gomorrah. Yes, Solomon and, Gomorrah. And knowing that there was so much more to what you were teaching me than what I was learning, you know, with the industry of being a Jehovah Witness. And I'm not bashing them in any way. Uh, that's not what we do here. That's right. But obviously, you know, you're only you're taught what they want you to know. So it's nice to know that there's a podcast out there that's like, let's dig a little deeper. Let's actually see what's going on here. And it's nice to know that there's different perspectives of the Bible because it is hard to only know one way when there's multiple ways out there, if that makes sense. That makes great sense. And I think, I think the way you put that is really special because... You just summarized what it was that I hoped we would achieve with anybody yeah. that listens because we wanted to appeal to people that were not only, you know, lifelong Bible mm -hmm. students, but maybe even people that have had very limited exposure to the Bible. Yes, very true. And uh, interesting, I'm going to share a little bit about Zena too. That, that the way I came to know Zena was that she's a friend of my daughter and they used to work together. Mm -hmm. So they were friends and there was a night when my daughter, who is now in college, uh, was still living at home. But invited Zena over, and I think they watched movies and yeah. made pizza or whatever. <laughs> uh, but um, we, whenever my daughter would have friends over, my wife and I would just sort of hang out in the back and not interfere. But as we would go back and forth to get snacks or whatever, uh, my wife kept hearing Zena talking, and she would go in and he goes, She's got the best personality. You've got to get her to be your host, you know. And uh, we thought, Oh my gosh, I wonder if she would even be interested. So I, I, uh, I texted my daughter once and I said, Hey, could I have Zena's phone number? And she replied, May I ask why? <laughs> <laughs> and so I reached out to her, I told her, and I reached out to Zena, and she said, I'd love to do it. So thank you for Of course. Thank you for reaching out to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just feel like uh, 
your personality combined with the fact that you really do represent that demographic of younger people mm -hmm. who may be busy and they got life starting and they're, yes. they're not immersed in church or immersed in the Bible or anything, that you bring that perspective and I wanted that. I thought it's really healthy. And Thank you. I'm grateful for, you for that. So. But anyway, so anything else you want to share? I mean, um, uh, I will say definitely doing the podcast has opened up my heart a lot more to God. Um, there was a point in my life where like, I kind of just shunned myself from him. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to be a Christian because they're so judgmental that you have to look this way. You mm -hmm. have to act this way. And once I started the podcast here with Pastor Scott, it allowed me to be like, okay, they aren't all judgmental. We can't put them all in one category because that's not the truth. And I hope that people that listen to the podcast get that same feeling too. Wow, that's great. You know, I think there's a lot of people that feel that way, that traditional church or religion has turned them off in the past. Yes. Maybe, maybe they felt judged or mm -hmm. maybe they felt uncomfortable. And I feel like this is just a way to reach people because we want you to see religion is not God's thing. Yes. That's man-made. Mm -hmm. God's thing is His Word understood by His Spirit and the love and the joy that comes with understanding and having a relationship with mm -hmm. them. It doesn't require you keeping laws and this and that and the other. So, you know, you don't have to be strict and rigid and legalistic in your life. Yeah. You can enjoy your salvation and at the same time grow in the Word of God and learn things. Yeah, everything in moderation. Exactly. That's how I see it. So that's awesome. I, I'm so grateful for you to share that. I mean, um, another thing that people may or may not know about Zena is you, you, you play tackle football. I now. do. I right? do play at women's tackle football. Football season has just started. So <laughs> you're not taking on like the LSU Tigers. No, 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 no. <laughs> so what is that all about? You so, okay, funny thing. I work at a waxing studio. And one of our clients, she would always come in and she would always be like, you should come play on my tackle league. You should play on my football team. And I'm like, no. No, I don't want to play women's tackle football. No, um, especially only being five foot. A lot of these ladies are like five ten. I'm like, no, thank you. Um, but she kept saying, do it, do it. And I was like, what the hey? I'll do it. And uh, it's intense. They take it very seriously. Wow, that's amazing. I can't even <laughs> much kick a ball hard. You know, can imagine your tackle. So, uh, oh my gosh. Well, I just want you to stay safe. Yes. You know, I don't want a five foot ten woman knocking you down and you calling me saying, Pastor Scott, I can't do any more episodes. My leg's broken. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would not stop me. I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to have to get a chauffeur, but I'll be there. You'll <laughs> be there. Well, you're also, you are, you're kind of a fitness person anyway. Yes. So, when, you know, this seems probably right up your alley. Although, when I told my daughter, she said, <laughs> She ought to be, or maybe you told me, Sandy, she, she ought to be like a roller derby. <laughs> oh my goodness, those, that is scary. I watched a couple of like roller derby uh, videos because my boss was telling me about it. And I'm like, nah, I'll stick to tackle football. Like wow, those ladies are safer. aggressive. But I mean like all they have on are helmets, like elbow pads, yeah. knee pads. At least I have like shoulder pads, pads on my... So you've got the full... Yes, we're like... So you're going to have to send the pictures. I will. I want to see you <laughs> your uniform. to know what position you play. Um, so right now, um, it's between quarterback or running Woo! back. So I don't know Woo! yet. <laughs> you guys let me know what you think I should play. So the next Drew Brees right here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You, got it. you heard it here first. <laughs> well, that is so awesome. I know my, my oldest son's going to be impressed because he's a sports nut, you know. 
he, he wants to get into orthopedic sports medicine. Oh, so. that is so awesome. Yeah, so that's I'm cool. definitely going to need it. <laughs> you might, we're probably all going to need it for hip replacements one day. <laughs> well, listen, that's awesome, Zena. Thank you. And obviously, folks, you know, now that you can see, see her and, and see me, and uh, if it opens up any other questions, keep them coming because yes. we have had some questions actually directed to Zena. Due to her experience, remember you had the one person ask you something about yes, witness. Yes, we did. So feel free to send those on to the same mm -hmm. email address, uh, unlockthebiblenow at gmail.com. And uh, anything that's directed to Zena, I'll make sure she gets it and she will respond to it. So. Yes. But uh, that's awesome. And speaking of that, listener feedback is what I want to talk about next. Ooh. So we've had some really positive feedback over the years. We've had a few people that have complained about this and that and the other. And, you know, even when I do interviews on other shows, you can tell there's the skeptics out there. Yes. And that's okay. A healthy dose of skepticism is fine. I, I even want to hear if you're, uh, if you disagree, you know, I don't mind. I'm not saying that I'm going to respond to everybody that writes, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a good way for us to keep our thumb on the pulse yeah. of what's out there. Constructive criticism is needed. It is needed. Yeah. So keep those coming. But we've got a few samples of some very nice yes, listener feedback. Yes, we do. Today. So would you mind maybe just reading a few of those? I do not. So this first one right here is from Miss Elizabeth. Thank you, Miss Elizabeth. And it says, thanks to your lessons in the world, I'm able to see a more complete picture of God's plan. And most important, leading people with the truth that makes sense has helped. Last week, a lady named Dorothy trusted in Jesus and the love he has for her. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Brother Scott. God bless. Wow. That's awesome to hear. Thank you, Elizabeth. Yeah, thanks, Elizabeth. And if we're opening up your eyes and it's helping bring other people to understand the truth of God, that's that's why we do this. That's awesome. Yes, we love that. Thanks, Elizabeth. And there's a few others if you want to read them. Yes. I think one is split, so like at the bottom, if you start there, it continues on the next side. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. See, I, I was going to start right there. Yeah, for just to let you know, because I think I had to split it in two pages. Okay, so this one is from Jeff, and it says, Scott fascinates me. He is a master at tying Old and New Testament scriptures together to reveal super interesting and transformative truths that are both exciting and life-changing. Hear what you're missing from mainstream theology with the rock-solid revolution of previously hidden, but obvious, once exposed, biblical truths. Kudos. Wow, he's got away with words. Yes, he? he does. Poetic. <laughs> Thank you, you Jeff. You go, Jeff. That was high praise indeed, if I may call it. Cage. High praise. <laughs> but, Jeff, thank you for that, Jeff. And we are just so grateful that what you said is exactly what we're hoping to do, that people will get an interest in unlocking the secrets of their body. Yes, I would love to know what's something new you guys learned from the podcast that you didn't know if you're already a very religious person in a sense so oh yeah I, I would love to know hey if you're if you're watching live go ahead and maybe text that in and you know what would help us if you put in all caps any comments that's related to Zena's question then our producer Sandy can see that yes Sandy <laughs> okay this next one is from Miss Taylor and she has wrote I have been listening to your podcast a few months now and I so appreciate the information you have provided through the Holy Script I have re-listened with my husband to all the episodes in season one, and I am beginning the second season. Thank you for doing his work and opening so many people's eyes. Love that. Oh, Thank you, awesome. Taylor. I love the way she said the Holy Script, because that's really what this Bible is. It's a special book. Scripture, script, writing, right? And uh, it's, it's not like other books. 
I think the world wants to look at the Bible the same way they might look at the works of Shakespeare or Homer or any yes. great classic works. And <clears throat> if, you if you apply the same kind of text criticism to the Bible as you would to any book, you're going to miss the point of what mm -hmm. the Spirit of God is trying to reveal. So praise God for that. Who was yes, that again? Her? That was Miss Taylor. 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 Thank you for that. And we appreciate so much. Well, we don't want to bore you with just all these nice accolades. I, I could share with you the, the things that people said where they didn't like. Like they don't like that I, I don't clear my throat when I speak. And I'm thinking, boy, you should hear the outtakes. <laughs> I clear my throat all the time. <laughs> you, you have no idea. And then I've had other people just disagree with me about certain things. And most of the time, they're from people that just don't think the Bible is the Word of God. And you know what? You are entitled to that. Yes. I, I would respectfully disagree because if God didn't provide a record of himself, I don't believe he's worthy of our worship. So if he's God, he did leave his word for us, and that's why we do what we do. We want to delve into the spiritual truths as best we can through whatever mechanism the Lord will reveal. So yes. Now, I do journey. have a question for you, Pastor okay. Scott. Can you tell us what made you get so deep and indulge yourself in the Bible? Oh, that's a great question. You know, it's funny, I was sharing this with my wife not too long ago, that um, I remember when I was in junior high, mm -hmm. and I did not grow up in a religious family, and my folks really didn't attend church unless it was like a wedding or a funeral. Yeah. And um, I went on occasion with my grandfather, but I didn't know enough to blow out a candle, you know. Mm -hmm. And I remember once hearing something about the end times. And it, they referred to whatever it was. It was in the book of Revelation. And so I dug up a Bible that my family had, and I went to try to read that thing. And I, I read that passage. I didn't know what it meant. But I read it, and I was like, wow, that is so weird. i got to show this to a buddy of mine in school. Mm -hmm. So I guess I was maybe in seventh grade, junior high, and I brought it to show this buddy at school. And some kids saw me pulling the Bible out of my locker, and they started to tease me. And guess what name they gave me? Preacher boy. Oh. And isn't it funny that I grew up to become a preacher? <laughs> After all that, because I, I, I was offended by it, of course, because yeah. they were meaning to insult me. But you're right, it was like a foreshadowing. But, so I think maybe even that time in my life, I was interested mm -hmm. in a sort of peripheral way about what, what is God? Who is he? What does he yeah. tell us? And I didn't know where to look. And it wasn't until in my uh, late high school years that I started going to an actual Bible study. And um, my sister was dating a young man that was became a friend of mine in high school. Mm -hmm. It was his father's Bible class. Oh. So she had been going because she was dating him, and then she said, I think you like it. So I went thinking, oh, I'm going to go see what these moonies are, you know, <laughs> some weird space cult or something. And this man, I, I, to this day, he's one of my fathers in the gospel. His name is Obed Kirkpatrick in Franklin, Tennessee. And he uh, opened up some things to me, and from that point, I had a hunger for the Word. So I was probably 17 years old, maybe, when I saw that. Wow. 16, possibly. And uh, at that point, I just decided, I want to know more about this. And so I kept digging and digging. So I'm 58 now, about to turn 59. So I've been searching the Bible since I was about 16, 17 years old. Yes. <laughs> well, for good or for ill. I've taught plenty of things that I had to go back and correct. You know? mm -hmm. uh, but I think some of us just go through a journey and we have to learn. And when you're really stubborn and hard-headed from Louisiana like me, 
Sometimes you have to be knocked on the back of the head a few times right. before it sinks in, right? That makes sense. Do you have to go through something traumatic to take God into your life? I think many times God has to break us to use us. Mm -hmm. You remember one time we did an episode where I gave an analogy about taking, like a blacksmith would take an old scrap piece of metal mm -hmm. out of a junk pile and heat it up in the forge, yeah. and beat it on the anvil, remember we talked about that, until he shapes it into the tool exactly what he needs, and once he's done, it's suited for his purpose. Yes. I feel like that's our lives sometimes, that we're, we're this scrap piece of junk metal, but God has a value for us. He mm -hmm. sees a value in us. And so he'll take us, and he's got to, it's painful to be beaten and, and heated and shaped yes. and molded and wrought is the word, you know, until we finally become the, the vessel that he needs for his use. So, yeah, I do think we need to go through hard times in, in order for him to fully use us. I yeah. love that. That's a great question. Did that come from the listeners? No, it came from me. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's a great question. I thought that uh, that might have been like Sandy was feeding you. <laughs> she was. <laughs> I don't know how y'all did that. Well, that that is awesome. I, I appreciate that question. And then I want to ask one more of you. Yes. So your goals in life, obviously, uh, are whatever they might be, whatever mm -hmm. you, what, what you aspire to do. Probably not professional football, but they no, mm -hmm. they're not. <laughs> whatever they own, do you feel like anything you've learned in your life, not just with Bible mysteries, but anything you've learned in your spiritual journey, has impacted your choices? Yes, it has uh, drastically. Um, obviously, as you get older, you grow and you try your best to make wiser decisions. Yeah. Um, but with Having the podcast and doing the podcast, you know, every, well, we did it every Saturday, but, you know, now it's kind of every other, yeah. when, when we're available, <laughs> um, it has made me double think and, like, you know, triple check before I make decisions. Like, typically, um, I would impulsively do something, but now I'm like, no, let me sit back, let me weigh out my options and figure out, is this good, is this bad, like, what route is this going to take me down? So it definitely has shaped me into the woman I am now, and it has definitely made me grow a lot. So awesome. thank you. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's I feel like I've taken the same journey because, you know, when I was young, you just go do things. And yes. sometimes we can be very impetuous, or at least I was. Mm -hmm. uh, but now, and, and I'm still, I still struggle with this because our lives become so, you know, we just, uh, we become so tunnel vision Yes. And we just so focus on what we're doing, but I, but I'm getting to the point where I could stop and go. No, wait a minute, and let me do exactly what you just described. Let me weigh my options and bring the Lord in on the conversation. Yes, you know, say, hey, Father, I'm not sure which way to go with this. Oh my goodness, please yes. guide me. Please show me what what should I do. You know, and and when we do that, at least you have the peace of knowing. Okay, I've lifted it up. Now, Father, it's in your hands. And yes. If we try not to take the wheel back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's my issue. I'm like, ah, God's taking too long. I'm going to go ahead. I'll figure no, it out. But, no, here. definitely you got to, like, let it go and let God and let him work in his own time. Um, the podcast has taught me so much patience. Wow. Like, I did not have patience to begin with. Like, didn't have any at all. But now I'm like, it's okay. It'll happen <laughs> in due time. Let God work. He's a man of his word. Let him do what he does. Amen. You cannot. He doesn't do things on your time. He does them on his time. And that's 
that is the truth. I have learned that like patience is the key to life, so just be patient. Well, you know, the timing of God, that is such a key thing to, to, to rest in yes. and wait on. We've talked about several times a day with the Lord as is a thousand yes. years, you know? And that's kind of like, that's not my timetable, God. Right? I'm like, I, <laughs> I want it now. Years. <laughs> I need it now. But he's like, ah, you need to wait. And even though that's a prophetic picture and the key to understanding things, even if you go back and look at any example of scriptural things where, like Abraham, a promise was made that his children would outnumber the stars of heaven. Mm -hmm. And he's 100 years old before he has a kid. So how long was really he old. waiting on God's promise? You know? 100 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or certainly at some point when he was adult, the yeah. promise was given. And then you would think, okay, I'm going to have a kid next year. Right. He's and like, then that year no. goes and another and another. Right. And it's just a picture of how he was. You know? And the fact that he didn't get frustrated, he was just like, yeah. okay, I'll wait. I would have been like, God, <laughs> hello, I'm dying here. Where's that kid you promised me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, he did wait and, um, and he was blessed. And I remember when we talked about this a little bit, we didn't go into great detail, but Abraham's wife's name was Sarah. Yes. And she was old, too. So they had a child in both of their old ages, which was almost unheard of. It mm -hmm. still is unheard of. Um, but while he was waiting on the Lord, he thought, well, she's too old. I'm too old. Surely he must mean for me to go into the servant of my wife, the woman whose name was Hagar. Mm -hmm. And she was young and able to bear children through the natural way. So he did that, and it ended up being a mistake. Hi, we hope you're enjoying the podcast, but I want to take a moment to remind you of something very important. There are secrets in the Bible the world doesn't want you to know. And the world is fast approaching the end game, and we want to expose the coming deception before time runs out. Freedom of speech is under attack, and evil elements within governments and multinational corporations are trying to prevent you from learning the truth. Scott and I are being censored by social media platforms as we speak. This is true, so you can help us use the satanic global elite's own tools against them. Subscribe to Bible Mysteries Premium Podcast so the controlled media can't shut us down. We can use our own platforms to help expose them and keep you informed. But to do that, we need your support. Help us to go full-time with Bible Mysteries. Just $7 a month gives you every current episode ad-free without these annoying appeals. You also get full access to our special guest interviews and special events, downloadable show notes, our Bible Mysteries monthly newsletter, and access to the community forum where we answer your questions. Just go to BibleMysteries.Supercast.com to help us stop the assault on Christianity and free speech. And don't forget, you can always donate any amount to support us at utbnow.com. These gifts are tax deductible. Thanks again, and here's the show. He had a son by her, yeah. Ishmael, but he was not the child of promise. Isaac was the child of promise. So that's another picture of how when we get impatient and we want to try to hurry God up, yes. we tend to maybe do the wrong thing. Very, very true. Make the wrong choices. But if we wait on the Lord, and it, you know, it is, long suffering is all part of that, you know, then uh, he'll reveal himself. So speaking of waiting on the Lord, one of the things that uh, Sandy and I talked about is uh, discussing the goals, our goals for the podcast, you know, and what do we, what do we see coming up for the next year? So we've already mentioned that we're going to start the video podcast. Yes, which I'm super excited about. I am too. I've already been talking to some individuals that are um, 
listeners mm -hmm. and fans of the podcast, and they've reached out to say, is there something we can do to help, you know? And so uh, one of them said, you know, I'd like to see you get your podcast to 100,000 unique listeners. So I said, okay, then I'm going to make that a goal. Yes. I don't know how the Lord's going to accomplish that, mm -hmm. but I don't know how he accomplished just getting almost to 30,000. I mean, wowzers, that still blows my mind. Yeah, me too. So I'm going to say, Lord, we're going to just pray that you'll get us to 100,000 yes. next year. Uh, we want to reach as many people as we can. Uh, one of the things that is sort of the driving motivations behind the, the podcast, and at least the ministry as I see it, is I do feel like we're approaching the time of the end. When the Lord is going to start saying, okay, I'm going to get my people out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pour my judgment upon the world. I'm going to restore Israel. And then I'm going to come back. Yes. So it's not the end of everything. It's just the end of the world as we know it. And then it's going to be the new heaven, the new earth, and all those things. So mm -hmm. that's good. We want that to happen. But since seven years of horror and wrath is coming, we want to reach as many people as we can. We do. So I think 100,000 would be a, a, a lofty goal, but a worthy goal yes. to strive for. So anything that you as our listeners can do, and that you're already doing it, just by the fact that you subscribe, like, mm -hmm. share, as Zena asks you to do each week. And then also that you give us feedback. Um, tell as many as you can about it. And yes. Let's see if we can't reach enough people so that when the Lord does take us out of here, some of the people that we do truly love and care about are going to go with us. Yes. We want all of you to be there with us. We do. We want all of you to be there with us in glory and to uh, all of us to turn around and see our Savior and just rejoice together. Um, YouTube, the, the YouTube channel only has 667 subscribers, so I'm making a really big jump here saying I want to make that goal get us to 5,000. Oh, in my head I was thinking you were going to say 10. <laughs> really? <laughs> I did. You were like, big goal, and I was like, he's probably going to say 10. So I'm being I too conservative. Is that what <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, actually, now that I think about it, if we do videos of the podcast and you're on it, we might hit 10,000. Stop <laughs> it, but hey, not today. <laughs> well, just because I'm telling you, I think, you know, it's one thing to hear a voice. It is. And you can hear a personality in a voice. Mm -hmm. But I think when you see a visual and, and you put the two together, I think it's it's greater than the sum of its parts. True, and I'm a very animated person, so you guys don't get to see the faces that I give Pastor Scott when he says it, you're like, <gasps> That's why you hear me laughing so much. <laughs> she'll do that, and I'll, I'll just crack up. You know? And then your expressions. Like, I've learned several things. My lantis is a yes. cool expression. Yes. I didn't know. I had to ask her what that meant, because <laughs> I thought maybe there was some mystery to that. Right. You know? <laughs> and then we learned that, uh, you shared one time about uh, what was the word that somebody said was you shouldn't say? Was it mercy? Fancy. 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 That was the word. I don't know what the problem with fancy You is. know what? That's so funny you say that. So um, I was sending out <laughs> reminder text messages, and I was telling one of our clients, I was like, Fancy, I've got you booked. He thought that I was talking to some woman named Fancy. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's just the word. You know, when you first said that and brought it up, in my mind, given my age, I go back to a song by Reba McIntyre. Ooh, Reba. <laughs> and the song is called Fancy. And Fancy is the daughter in, <laughs> in the story of the song. She's the daughter of a mom, and they're poor, and they live in the South, and yeah. they're you know, really uh, hard times. And so she takes all the money that she has 
to buy fancy a dress, a nice pretty dress, because she she gets invited to this party of fancy people, mm -hmm. rich men and whatnot, and it, here's your one chance fancy. Don't let me down, you know. That makes sense now. I'm Mama's sorry, guys. Moved up town. <laughs> So I don't know how misogynistic that song is, but uh, it's, it just comes to my mind, you know. It was it was a fun, I actually have seen Revenge Concert. Really? Yeah, I had a good buddy that, uh, back in my days, playing music in Nashville. I've been in bands with different guys, and one of them was a really great guy, keyboardist, who ended up being Reba's uh, music director. And uh, so I, he came through town one time, and not here, but when I lived in Louisiana, and we went to see him, and it was a great show. Her, her um, sound, you know, some concerts can just be boomy and yeah. too loud and whatever, nothing's clear. Mm -hmm. It was like a CD quality. It was so good. It's one of the best concerts I've ever heard. I'm not even a big country fan, but I just loved that show. It was that good. The sound was good. So cool. <laughs> pro we probably needed you yesterday when I went to my concert. It was very loud. Yeah. Um, my water bottle was vibrating. That's how loud it was. Well, I, you know, the, the one of the few concerts that I've ever gone to that I really, really look forward to seeing, it was a special gift by my sister-in-law, uh, and thank you again, Lynn, for that ticket, <laughs> was to see Ringo Starr. Now, who is Ringo Starr? Ringo Starr, now you, you know, I know she knows this, but he's, of course, the drummer for the Beatles. Is it bad to say that I don't really know any Beatles songs? I have a feeling you do. You know, the, um, when we when we started and we had audio problems, people couldn't hear it, but we were playing a song called You Say It's Your Birthday. Yeah. That's the Beatles. What? <laughs> and that was Ringo Starr playing drums. <laughs> and so two of the Beatles are deceased. That's right. Only two are left, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. And I got to go see Ringo Starr and the All-Stars. And that was the only time I've ever gotten even close to a Beatle. And it was a fantastic concert, but the sound was horrible. You're like, John. I said, how can a Beatle have bad sound in a concert? You know? Well, he didn't have his other two. Three. He didn't have the three guys, right? <laughs> the guys in his band were all themselves, all-star people. I'm not going to say their names because you're not going to know who they are. No, probably won't. <laughs> Because they're all from the 70s, like me. But uh, it was a fantastic show. But again, I was so disappointed in the sound. So um, having said that, we'll move on from talking about <laughs> concerts. Because I know we listen to different generations of music. But it's kind of funny because it, it makes me think about the fact that people from different generations, we have completely different tastes. We do. Music, whatever, videos, movies, shows, you name it, food, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the one thing that unites us is the Word of God. Very true. You know, if that's that's the kind of, it's like the, the, the big equalizer. It's what brings us all together. And I remember one time talking to a guy that's older than me. And uh, he's a dear brother in Christ. And I was saying, I think the 70s had the best music. And he said, because you don't know any better. <laughs> he meant the 50s. <laughs> Sorry. It's all about the 90s. <laughs> See, there you go. But the one thing we all have in common is... Christ and the Word of God. That's so, very true. We, we can might, all agree on that. We might not agree on the music, but it's really <laughs> good. And uh, one of the things I have to yeah. tell you that we're going to enjoy doing, if you hear funny little sounds, that's my dog, Charlie. Charlie's awesome. Yeah, when Zena's is here, he gets so happy. And he's kind of like rolling around on the carpet right now because she's like his favorite person in the world. And uh, so anyway, we're just going to be live and we're going to keep those things in from now on. Charlie? Have you come to say hi to Zena yet? I think you're. He did go snivel by me. I could see. 
Well, he's just doing his little happy rolls right now. So <laughs> we love Charlie. We love Charlie, even though he sometimes he's makes a lot of weird sounds. Uh, he's he the podcast mascot. He is. Okay. He loves to lick his paws. By the way, I don't know if you noticed, but we've got our balloons here, and we got several black balloons, but one red balloon, which is why we take the red pill. There you go. Bingo. <laughs> How many people would catch on to that? <laughs> I did it. That's the idea. So, uh, yeah, we wanted to let you know that the whole idea is we want to open your mind, open your eyes to the truth. And so, moving on to goals, another thing we want to do is have more interviews with more guests. Yes. Could we, oh, we probably couldn't interview like our fans. Fan interviews. Who'd have thought it? That's a pretty good idea, Zena. You know, I can think right now of two listeners that have um, expertise in certain areas, mm -hmm. so I could call them in and maybe invite them. I'm not going to say their names because I don't want to put them on the spot, but they're both sort of in the medical field, Ooh. you know, and uh, I think their perspective on some things going on in the world today yes. would be very, very helpful, uh -huh. but, which doesn't mean you have to be a medical person to be uh, a guest, right? Very true. <clears throat> I'm not. In fact, I know of another person who's a brother in Christ who listens, and uh, he has been in law enforcement, he's retired, but he's got UFO experiences to share. I bet he wouldn't want to come on live or, yeah. anything, but, uh, or on the video, but he would share his experience with me. So there's a question for you. If you're a listener and you've got an interesting uh, experience, like a UFO experience or something, maybe you could write us about that and we'll see if that's a... Something we could interview you about. Have you reached out to L.A. Mazzulli? I have not reached out to him personally. So L.A. Mazzulli, I'm aware of through Ryan Pedersen. Okay. And he's another man that does a lot of uh, almost archaeological discoveries of things. Really? Related to Nephilim, related to aliens and things like that. Uh, I saw him first on Prophecy Watchers and uh, Brother Gary Stearman heads that up. And that's a show I, I thoroughly have enjoyed. And, and I got the magazine uh, and get actually quite a bit of inspiration from them mm -hmm. from time to time. So LA is a person <clears throat> I have not reached out to. I've reached out to Gary. Uh, I've reached out to uh, another author, Randy Alcorn, who's the author of the book Heaven. And uh, he very kindly responded that his wife was going through some medical things, but when they kind of get hers sorted out, maybe he could respond back. I reached out to a man named Bill Sardin who is a, uh, a doctor. Okay. And uh, he was contractually unable to appear on our show, but he did write me back and kindly said, and I've been listening to your scintillating podcast. So uh, thank you, Zena, for helping him get his attention. And maybe in the future that might work out too. So any suggestions like that, folks, send them on to us. Uh, if there's people that you feel like would make a guest, uh, I'll reach out to him and try my best. If the Lord opens the door, that'd be great. Yes. And also, uh, if you've got experiences that you feel like might be worthy of sharing, let me know that too, and I'll reach out to you, and let's see what we can arrange. Yes, I'd be super excited to do that. Wasn't that cool? And you know, you don't have to necessarily like appear here in the studio. Mm -hmm. We can do Zoom like we did the first time with Ryan. Uh, I had the great benefit of being able to go out and see him in person in Dallas. Yes. And uh, there are times when I might be able to travel. And another thing, speaking of travel, is uh, Sandy also suggested that one of the things we might start trying to do is, uh, and not that we'll bring you along unless you want to go, but as we travel, we might want to go to places like, say, Roswell, New Mexico. 
I actually went to Roswell, New Mexico. Awesome! Oh, now I need to get you as a guest on my show. Yes, let me tell you about my experience there. You need to tell me about that. <laughs> well, we could actually maybe do a little video there or something. You know? That would be so much fun. Okay, I'm sure there's funny, goofy sites there that come. Kind of oh, there is. There oh, is. you've been there. Well, okay. So we'll have to do something there. And, uh, and by the way, for any of you, I, I actually do think somebody might have been thinking I was serious about the giant skeleton I took a picture of. But that is a Halloween decoration. Just want you to know, it's not an actual bones of a Nephilim. You know. I was thinking it was. <laughs> I was like, where is he at? Oh my goodness. And he I didn't even tell that. me about this place? Wowzers. Well, Somebody had asked, where are the Nephilim skeletons? Are they being hid from us? Actually, I think that's true. You know, I think that if there were giants and the, you know, if we can preserve fossils of dinosaurs, Mm -hmm. You know, then the fossils of the of the giants were preserved. And as a matter of fact, when we talked about the episode where Og of Bashan was, mm -hmm. uh, one of the Bible verses actually says, "Is his bedstead not in the city of whatever?" I don't recall the name of the city right now. So that means you know, hundreds of years after that event occurred, yeah, they had a relic or they had a uh, an artifact or something of him in a city in Israel. So. Um, so that begs the question, where are they, and where do you think they are, if you had to guess? Because you've never seen one, have you? I have not. And I haven't either. I would say, oh, that's a good question. If we talk about, and I'll give you a hint, the satanic global elite, would you think it'd be in their interest to quash or hide any evidence of Bible things? Oh, for sure. I just want to know what state. <laughs> You think you, there, because like, could there have been giants like in America before the white people settled it? You know, yes, like the Mesoamericans. I, I do think so. Yeah. I think they probably like found them and they're like, oh, let's hide these, and then. I, I really do think at some point governments hide evidence because Satan uses them as his proxies. Yeah, and he doesn't want us to see any truth because, like, let's say tomorrow they can discover the remains of the Ark of Noah mm -hmm. on Mount Ararat. Well, nobody's allowed to go up to Mount Ararat. Well, why is that? Yeah, People why is that? Everest, you know, but I, obviously they don't want them discovering evidence of the Bible being true. You know? Dun, dun, dun. So it wouldn't surprise me if you said what state they're in. I think I have an idea. What, I, what state? Maryland. I was not thinking Maryland. You know why I say Maryland? Maryland. District of Columbia is right there. Washington, D.C., oh. Smithsonian. Okay. If they're there, they're hidden. I was thinking where the UFOs are at. Like Roswell? Yeah. You know, like if you're gonna hide UFOs in Roswell, you might as well hide bones. You know? Well, just that's makes, a good point. Just makes sense. I bet you there in. are some undiscovered bones in the deserts and things like that. You know, I bet you we could find some. Maybe we should start an archaeological. Bit. We should. I bet that they have like some cool area under all the dirt. Like, oh, like a hidden base or something? Yes. Oh, I know they do. Oh, yeah, okay. we're going to have to talk Darn. about that. Another <laughs> well, as I understand it, uh, the Air Force Base where supposedly the UFO that crashed mm -hmm. landed was taken was right Patterson. And people say, I've never been there, that there's like a mile underground of, of uh, offices and buildings and whatever. Oh, do you think base. we can go? Yeah, I'd probably not get in. Yeah, okay. we could go. <laughs> but you know, when they ask to see your clearance, you're going to smile and say, like, oh, it's so, just me, Zena. It's just me, Zena. <laughs> and the they're going to say, uh, uh, move along, man. 
Please. Just once, I won't tell anyone what I've seen. You know, there's a lot of people that think there's hidden bases in Antarctica. And that Ooh. maybe the Nazis abandoned them, but they were interacting with UFOs and alien degrees. It must yeah. be really cold. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll have to dig into that sometime. Yeah. <laughs> well, since uh, you've already responded with one of the questions, Sandy, are there any other online questions that people have? Uh, Sarah says, I love when you relate the Bible to real-world current events. It's the biggest eye-opener of seeing how the Bible is the true word God for me. Amen. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. I, I think as, as the world is moving right now, these events seem to be unfolding in such a way that it is revealing scripture. Because mm -hmm. I would have never thought <clears throat> that certain things were types of events going on right now from many, many hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not able to think of a specific example right now because we've talked about so many topics. But I think that just the very idea that, you know, Mystery Babylon, which I personally think is a picture of the apostate Jerusalem that the Antichrist is going to control. Not God's Jerusalem, of course, the mm -hmm. real Jerusalem of God when he restores Israel, but the one he's going to try to pretend to be God. Yes. And if that is true, then Jerusalem has to become almost a financial center of the world. And nobody thinks of Jerusalem as a financial mecca. Yeah. We think of New York, the Stock Exchange. Mm -hmm. We think of maybe London or uh, was it Geneva, Switzerland, or someplace like that. Mm -hmm. And even if you went to the Middle East, you'd think Dubai. Oh my gosh, that place is so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, with all the big buildings and the modern stuff. You'd think if there's a mecca of commerce, it would be any of those places, yeah. not Jerusalem. And Jerusalem is still to this day almost like a like an archaeological, you know, um, wonder, mm -hmm. but not advanced, modern, and everything else that you would think of, like maybe Tel Aviv is in Israel. So, you know, what is going to have to happen to change the entire paradigm of the world so that that becomes a financial center? Yeah. And is it possible that the events that are transpiring today are moving us in that direction? If America has to go down as a financial power, which it seems to be, you know, then something else is going to rise up in its stead. Yes. So, yeah, that's a really good point to make. Sarah, thank you. That's scary. And a Christian says, your notion of aliens then the fallen angels blew my mind. Hey, thanks, Christian. Yeah, I, it actually blew my mind, too, when I first saw it. Mm -hmm. You know, when God revealed it, it was like, I always thought of, I knew they were aliens. I knew they were angels, rather. Mm -hmm. And I always thought aliens were, ah, you know, come on. I just thought I was so, an alien. Little green man, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Is that because your little brother told you that? Yeah. And my little brother be like, you know you're an alien. Like, what? I, sometimes I felt like an alien, that's for sure. But I think that, you know, while I was fascinated when I was a kid, mm -hmm. uh, in the movies of outer space and stuff like that is fun, I never took it seriously. Yeah. And then, you know, over the years as I've grown, I've seen evidence of UFOs and it's kind of like, you know, it's like those pictures of Bigfoot, they're so grainy. Yeah. How come nobody can hold a camera still? Right? <laughs> I know. Right? But then at some point, you know, the evidence becomes incontrovertible. That the actual military releases footage of these craft flying around. There's no way that's our stuff. Yeah. And we don't have technology like that. And so then I start to think, okay, 
Now, there can't be aliens because that would make the Bible untrue. Mm -hmm. But then I go, oh, but what if they're not aliens? What if it's Satan's fallen angels pretending to be? And that got the whole ball rolling about yeah. the paradigm of we're going to come down and say we're your alien ancestors. And by the way, since uh, Christopher brought that up, was it Christopher or Christian? Christian. Christian. Christian, since you brought that up, um, I became aware recently through another listener's email of something called the Galactic Federation. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. Sounds like something from Star Trek. It does. Or Star Wars. Sounds very official. It's an actual group of people, and you know what they claim? They claim that they are either representatives of alien races from other planets or hybrid human aliens. And they're talking about we're coming to help you evolve to the next level. Exactly what we were saying might be the lie or the deception that Satan's going to offer when he comes back. I just want to know, why is there an or? Like, do you not know what you are? Either you are this or you are that. But you cannot be or. Well, I, I, maybe I should have said both. <laughs> I'm like, see, that with, when there's an or in there, you should not listen to it. You should not stop reading. Click off of it. Yeah, if you're not sure whether or not you're an alien hybrid. Actually, <laughs> you know what? It's funny because, and, and I'm going to probably have to keep making this clarification or something because... We've talked about the mark of the beast, mm -hmm. and we talked about the possibility that if it is the way we think it might unfold, Satan will be cast out of heaven, he'll come down to the earth pretending to be from another planet, Yes. and we're your alien ancestors and blah, 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 and if you take this mark, you'll become like us, mm -hmm. just as he tempted Eve as the serpent, you shall be as gods. Yes. Right? So to me, that would make sense. However, some people get concerned when they hear that, and they think, uh-oh, I took the vaccine. Does that mean there's no hope for me? And I took it too. Yeah, so just so you'll know, not all of us, well, actually none of us, I'm not saying that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. I'm not saying that at all. It may be that the mark could be a vaccine, but it could be administered through some other mechanism. Yes. We have no idea what it is. The vaccine itself is not the mark of the beast. And incidentally, even if it were, or if it maybe becomes the mark of the beast down the road or something, which I don't know that it would. If you're in Christ right now, you're delivered from the wrath to come. You won't even be around to take it. So if you've taken the vaccine, that's your personal choice and your health is your matter. I'm not telling you you did anything wrong at all. Uh, I have my own opinions about it, but that's that's irrelevant to what you might do. So my, But I do want you to know that I don't say the vaccine as it is being distributed right now yeah. that's not the mark of the beast and if you take it it's not going to change you into an alien human hybrid i promise i haven't changed guys i'm still the same <laughs> although you were saying you were an alien <laughs> tisk, tisk. is that a mystery <laughs> that is a mystery that you guys will just have to subscribe and find out how funny is that <laughs> well i think how are we on time sandy 502 502 okay so we start a little late but we're going to have to wrap this up as much fun as it's been i know uh, this episode will conclude now with us saying once again thank you we're going to enjoy this cake at, well, at least i am i don't know if it's it may not be healthy food that's okay is that okay Which you can i don't mind i don't mind it okay good. <laughs> well if she doesn't i'll have her piece <laughs> and i have a piece in your honor but to you the listeners we thank you so much yes and again zena i thank you Sandy, I thank you. She's my wife, but she's my producer. She's my advisor. She's my counselor. She's my assistant, and I couldn't do this without her. 
And again, for all of you that are listening and subscribing, we're just so grateful for that. And as always, I'll let Zena take us out with her special thing. Well, <laughs> since you're leaving it to me, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> as always, thank you guys so much for listening and on our podcast every Monday. Please subscribe, share, and like, and leave down a comment of something new you've learned or something that you would like us to talk about. Yeah, we do appreciate the feedback and your content. I've written down so many topics mm -hmm. from emails. Yeah. So yes. we've got another year's worth for sure. Oh, you guys are awesome. Yeah. So all because of that. So thank you for that. Thank you, Zena. And Lord willing, we'll see you here next week. Don't forget to look for these videos. This video should be available not tomorrow, but the following Monday. Mm -hmm. And then from here on out, we're going to start doing the Bible Mysteries podcast with videos. Yes! Take care and have a great day. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Bible Mysteries and share it with a friend. If you want to learn more, you can go to Unlock the Bible Now. That's utbnow.com. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to Bible Mysteries Premium Podcast. You can even gift a subscription to a friend. That's right. Remember, just go to BibleMysteries.Supercast.com to join and help us expose the satanic global elite, or make a tax-deductible donation at UTBNow.com. We need your help to fight the global censorship of the truth. Thanks for your support.